Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to Analyzing with Anne. That's analyzing, spelled with two N's, just like my name. No E on the end of that one there. Today, I will be analyzing Season 7, Episode 6 of One Calls a Heart, titled In Perfect Unity. As usual, I will go through a summary, talk about the characters, go through some interpersonal communication and possibly some theology in this one, and then wrap up my episode with my predictions and preferences. So let's get started. All right, starting with the summary, I'm just going to get the love triangle out of the way. If you listen to my previous episode, you will know why I kind of just want to talk about this and be done with it. So let's start off with Lucas and Elizabeth. They had two encounters in here. He gets all gentleman-like with Elizabeth after the rehearsal dinner for Jesse and Clara as he gets her coat ready for her and helps her with it. And then later, she runs into him at the library while he's putting books away, and he offers to put the books that she has in her hands away, so they exchange the books, and they share glances. She's hypnotized, walking backwards, can't find the doorknob, and finally finds it and leaves pretty quickly. Okay, enough about Lucas and Elizabeth. Let's just get through the Nathan and Elizabeth stuff here, as Nathan has made his intentions verbally known to Elizabeth that he is going to pursue her. All right, phew, done with that for the most part. Let's move on to Mountie Robert's storyline. Robert talks to Elizabeth about being a Mountie. Elizabeth then talks to Nathan about it. Yep, like I said, almost done with this. Robert ends up observing Nathan, only to come to the conclusion that he is not ready to be a Mountie right now. Nathan had given him that advice, and Robert's decided being a Mountie can wait. He wants to finish school and be a kid for the next few years. All right, getting on to the meat of this episode, Team Classy's Wedding. Claire and Jesse are counting down the days till their big day. Then the next day, Clara is looking for her mother's earrings, and she sees the photograph of her and Peter, and then notices that she still has Peter's vows to her. Her personality immediately changes. She's not herself. Jesse asks her what's wrong, and she just says it's wedding jitters, and so he tries to comfort her by saying, I understand, but tomorrow is about us. If all these little details don't get done, they don't get done. However, later that evening, Elizabeth finds Clara sweeping and asks her what's going on as she has also noticed the shift in Clara, knows that something is bothering her, so then they talk about Clara's fear of losing Jesse, and Elizabeth says that if she had to go through everything with Jack again, knowing exactly how it would end, she would do it, and ask Clara if she would do that with Peter as well, to which Clara says yes. Elizabeth has helped her move on from Peter and has helped Clara get ready to... Take that step again with Jesse. And we got into the ceremony with their vows, which were very well done, especially Clara's. And they had their reception with the cutting of the cake and the bouquet toss. And then we had the send-off. Okay, now to the characters. First off, we'll start off with Elizabeth. I liked her conversation with Clara. She was actually more into what was going on with Clara than into herself and her own situation at this point and actually provided Clara with perspective and wisdom in this instance. She was she also showed how good a friend she was with the outdoor decorations that were very whimsical for Clara and Jesse's wedding as she suddenly had the idea to bring the outdoors 
inside for their wedding since Clara really wanted an outdoor wedding. It's a little surprising that Rosemary didn't try to uh, persuade Claire to go this route with an outdoor wedding indoors, but Elizabeth did get the idea to bring the outdoors inside the saloon to hold Jesse and Claire's wedding. However, there was one point in the beginning where Elizabeth was talking about how she didn't want to hurt either Nathan or Lucas's feelings. My thought on this is, it's honestly too late at this point to hurt their feelings. I think she's played along with them long enough that the only way that she can maybe not avoid hurting their feelings, but lighten the blow to their feelings a little bit is if she's upfront and honest with them. If you listened to my last episode, you know my thoughts on this issue with Nathan and Lucas and Elizabeth just needing to be upfront and honest about everything going on. I don't need to bore you with that with this episode. All right, let's move on to Clara, who had the next biggest part in this episode. I thought Eva Bourne, the actress, did a great job portraying Clara's emotions. Clara's emotions came off very real during this episode. You can definitely see the amount of growth in the actress herself, Eva Bourne, as this seemed to be very real. In this episode, as she was going through this roller coaster of emotions, of excitement for the wedding, and then her heart just sunk when she saw the picture of her and Peter and read his vows to her. It was apparent that something was bothering Clara related to this throughout this episode, as she has seen that, and we saw her go through that valley. Then we saw her go back up after she had that conversation with Elizabeth then she reached that peak when she saw Jesse waiting for her to walk down the aisle. I also liked how we saw her relationship not just with Elizabeth but we also saw pieces of her relationship with Fiona blossom. I thought that the little dialogue that the whole bridal party was having was really cute with Clara talking about her necklace to Fiona. Then Elizabeth made a remark harkening back to the very first episode when Jesse told Clara that she could walk down the aisle in a potato sack and she would still be the most beautiful woman in the room. She also had a scene with her bridal party even earlier in the episode after Fiona had come for her final fitting and Elizabeth had just come in as Fiona was kind of leaving but Fiona was trying to check in on Claire to see if she needed to take care of anything. One of my favorite scenes was actually when Jesse and Clara walked out after the wedding and the reception they walked out to go to the train station they saw this just married sign and some of the little tin cans and Claire looked at Fiona and was like you did this didn't you they shared a sisterly hug I thought that was really well done and that portrayed a growth between Claire and Fiona's relationship very early on in the episode this is kind of going to be a team classy Coulter moment here where Rosemary and Lee insisted that Jesse and Clara take their trip to Los Angeles as their honeymoon you could tell by the look in Jesse and Clara's eyes that they were very touched by the Coulter's gesture. So we saw that relationship between the two of them as a couple even flourish in the very beginning of the episode. We also got to see more of Clara and Jesse's relationship, which is going to make a good pivotal point as I go into what I have to say about Jesse here. I thought that both the romance side of their relationship and the friendship side of their relationship were portrayed beautifully. 
Jesse and Clara had a little scene in the beginning after their rehearsal dinner when they were walking back to the cafe. They were so excited to be getting closer and closer as they said two more days until their big day. I thought their little dialogue, and this is going to slip into what I need to say about Jesse here. After Clara went through that first valley, her heart sunk after seeing everything that reminded her of Peter and thinking, what if this happens to Jesse? Except she didn't tell Jesse that after he had observed that something was off with her in the one scene after Pastor Zeke had talked to them about their vows. I thought that scene was done very well between the two of them. The next time you see them together, you actually see Clara getting ready to walk down the aisle. And I thought Jesse's reaction was very sweet when he first saw her in her dress. And as I said, this is pivoting into what I have to say about Jesse. We saw even more of that romance and friendship between Jesse and Clara throughout the wedding and the reception. Jesse was such a gentleman to Clara really throughout the entire episode, but you definitely saw it after they were married in the reception as he got her coat for her and was helping her get ready to leave for their honeymoon. I thought all of that was played out very well between Aaron Buckles and Eva Bourne, who played Jesse and Clara. Moving on to Team Coulter. I touched on this earlier, but we saw how great mentors they are to Jesse and Clara as they gave up their anniversary trip so that Jesse and Clara could have a nice honeymoon. I really liked their toast. I found them very touching, especially Lee's in saying that as he would like to think that he had had an impact on Jesse and his life, he said the truth was that Jesse impacted his life in more ways than he could ever imagine. I thought that was a very touching moment. You kind of saw the look on Jesse's face. And even Clara had a look on her face that suggested how very proud she was of all the progress that Jesse had made since he first came into Hope Valley. I also thought that Rosemary gave them good advice at the wedding as she was telling them it wasn't just about how many times they said they loved each other, but what they did to prove that they loved each other. I thought that was done very well. Rosemary was definitely prepared for her job as matron of honor. As in typical Rosemary fashion, she was making sure she had everything to be ready in case there was an emergency. And I thought her and Lee did a very good job with the reception. Moving on to Fiona. We saw that she tried to comfort Clara when it was raining. I will go a little bit more into depth with this a little later as we get into interpersonal communication. But Fiona was trying to comfort Clara by telling her that in many cultures, it was believed that to be a sign of good luck when there was a lot of rain. To which, and I'll talk about this more later, she kind of gives Rosemary a little look and Rosemary is like, yes, Fiona is right. As both Rosemary and Fiona are really trying to comfort Clara during this time. As I said earlier, she put up the just married sign on Lee's car. I thought that was a really sweet Team Fiera moment between Fiona and Clara as we got to see they become really a lot like sisters in a way since season six. Moving on to Kevin and Hickam. Yes, I have to include the other two groomsmen. I know they don't have a big part most of the time, and I know that they were kind of still background characters in this episode, but both of them helped with the outdoor theme for the classy wedding as we saw Elizabeth give them something to do. We also saw the looks on their faces when they saw Clara down the aisle and then I think it was Kevin who looked back at Jesse to see his face but you could tell they were both excited for Jesse and Clara on their special day. We also saw them both standing behind Jesse as 
Him and Clara were getting ready to head off for their honeymoon. They also kept Jesse and Clara dry on their way to Lee's car. Moving on to Nathan, he gives Robert some great advice. He had told Robert that he was nowhere near ready to become a Mountie at Robert's age. This is what helped Robert to decide that despite really wanting to be a Mountie, he wasn't quite ready yet. And he wanted to finish school and figure out from there if he still wanted to be a Mountie. Moving on to Bill and Clara. As Bill had come into the kitchen while Clara was still in her first valley, Bill had seen that Clara was having some doubts and that something was wrong and he tried to comfort her he thought she was upset because her parents couldn't be there after he had asked and Clara was like oh I'm just thinking of people who can't be at the wedding I thought it was really sweet of Bill to say that he didn't have a daughter but if he did he would want her to be just like her I thought that was really sweet and you could tell that Clara was very touched with that they also had a quick moment before Bill walked her down the aisle when Bill had asked are you ready for this and Clara grabbed onto his arm and said that she was ready I thought it was funny of Bill to say if you cry I'll cry as he started walking her down the aisle then later they had another kind of father-daughter conversations Clara was very thankful for him being there to support her on her special day moving on to interpersonal communication I did notice Jesse giving Claire some admirable glances as he walked on home after dropping her off at her house. I also saw how his eyes glowed when Claire walked down the aisle. He obviously thought that she was very beautiful in her dress. You could tell by his glance that he seemed a little bit more surprised in a way. She was more beautiful than he thought she would be in her dress. This was all communication done through the eyes on Jesse's part. Now I will talk about when Fiona gave Rosemary that look. I had hinted at earlier she had given rosemary quite the look when they were waiting for elizabeth to get back as she had mentioned that in many cultures rain is believed to be a sign of good luck and told claire that she thought that the rain meant smooth sailing for her marriage and as claire is looking at rosemary fiona gives rosemary that look to say tell her we're supposed to be trying to comfort her here help me do this and rosemary's like yes Fiona is right. I thought that was very well done. I had also noticed earlier as Clara was having that conversation with Fiona and then Elizabeth came in and then Rosemary came in after her with her matron of honor bag. They were all having that conversation. Fiona was very attentive to the conversation. If you look back and just watch Fiona during that scene, her eyes are shifting back and forth between Clara and everyone else. Then even her facial reactions to Clara as even Fiona can tell something's off with Clara but she can't figure it out and can't really get an answer out of Clara. Kayla Wallace does this really well with her eyes but you can see by Fiona's glance as she's showing that she is a caring friend and she's concerned when Clara first mentions that she can't find her mother's earrings. Then Rosemary said she'll have something to cover the category of something old for Clara in case she can't find the earrings. I thought that Fiona's glances throughout that whole scene and the scene where they they were getting ready to get to the saloon as it ended up being in this episode were done really well and you could tell a lot about Fiona and her servant's heart from her facial expressions. I will close this session out talking about the theme that Elizabeth discussed with Clara and it went along the lines of enjoying the time that we have with those we love. If we haven't learned from Hope Valley and we haven't learned from real life that we don't know 
know when our time is going to come. This conversation should have cemented that. Both Elizabeth and Clara had lost their first husband shortly after getting married. Clara had been married about two days, and Elizabeth had been married for a couple weeks, maybe a month, but Jack was gone for most of that time. Elizabeth kind of hinted at this theme as she was saying if she had to do her life with Jack over again, knowing exactly how it would end, she would still do it. And that is how Clara felt about Peter. And I think that's actually how Clara feels about Jesse. She would rather enjoy the time that she is given to be Jesse's wife instead of worrying about Jesse getting killed or dying of something. Also, she would rather go through life with Jesse than regret not marrying Jesse in the end. Moving on into predictions and preferences. I talked about this in my previous episode. I would still like to see Team Classy having Team Kavona over for dinner or some type of double date, even if it's at the saloon or something, as we didn't really see anything, any interactions between Kevin and Fiona, but they were both part of the wedding party. I liked what I saw of Pastor Zeke. Speaking of Pastor Zeke, he brought scripture references back, which was very exciting. He seemed like a very nice character from the information that we gathered. I hope this means that we will see him in later episodes and that he will stay in Hope Valley. Moving on, I understand why Clara tossed the bouquet to Elizabeth, but I still felt like it was too predictable and came off as too, I hate using the word clicky, but I thought to make things more fair, Clara could have had Elizabeth and Fiona stand together. As we saw in the previous episode, Clara is actually catching on to the fact that Fiona and Kevin kind of like each other. So she could have had Elizabeth and Fiona stand together so that both of them had an equal opportunity to catch the bouquet. Also, I think the writers could actually break tradition or superstition and marry off a different couple first, like Team I needs to tie the knot at some point. I wonder if Faith had been in this episode. I wonder if she would have caught the bouquet. I kind of think that if she had been in that episode, she would because I think it's time for Faith and Carson to have some more direction in their relationship. But I wonder if Faith and uh, Carson will end up being the next couple to get married or maybe they'll elope. There's an idea there. Faith has been close to marriage before and Carson's already been married so maybe they'll end up eloping versus having a wedding. I kind of wonder if the writers would have written in Faith catching the bouquet if Andrea Brooks didn't have to go on maternity leave and had that happen instead of Elizabeth. I do have one question. I don't know if any other Hardys noticed as Clara was looking through faint black and white pictures, but there was one that looked like it was her and her parents, but it looked like there were two kids standing in this automobile and then two adults. So it makes me wonder if Clara also has a sibling that passed away at a young age. From what I could make in the picture, it looked like there was both a boy and a girl standing in the automobile. So does she have a brother that passed away? Maybe at the same time as her mom? Maybe they passed away in a car accident? This wraps up my analysis on this episode. If you are listening to this episode on Apple Podcast, I would very much appreciate a rating and a review. You can also follow me at Twitter at ariddle91. That's at a riddle spelled R I D as in dog, another D as in dog, L E 91. Sorry, I don't have one of those for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day.